Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Petsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, but looking great there in that Petsperts hat. Don't forget, Andy, you can't use that with the green screen. How are you doing today, Mr. Mahler? Yeah, especially with this huge B. Uh, yeah, this is the new one. This is the, the flat bill that we just came out with on the store. So I have to show off the new merch all the time. And uh, yeah, I think we'll probably do a lot of giveaways over the course of the summer. Give away some of some of the gears now that now that we don't have to do anything. Like giving away gear used to be a pain in the butt. Matt, who runs some of the social and works on some things, he used to just have to order a bunch of stuff to his apartment and then ship them to you when you would win a prize or something. Now, now that we just have a store. I just text you a code when you win a prize. So. Probably do some more giveaways this summer. Um, speaking of giving away, give away some money yesterday on uh, college basketball. Four and four. It was four and two going into the last two games. Just it feels like I'm right there waiting for a breakthrough day. Like all the wins were pretty easy. A lot of my underdogs just won outright, led a big chunk of the game, and then all the losses were just you know, right on the right on the number in the last couple minutes, and all the scoring goes the wrong way for the last couple minutes. So, I think one of these days I'm going to have like a ten and zero day. I don't know when. I should parlay everything going forward, and we'll just keep, yeah, <laughs> keep chucking it, keep chucking at her, keep pounding it. I don't know how golf matchups didn't do so hot, but I think my my what do you what do we call these? The top ten, top twenty, top thirty, top forty. I've seen people call them positional. I don't know if I like that. They need a cooler name for them. Ranking markets? Ranking markets, yeah. markets? Like Cam Smith's doing fine. He's in the top 10. Henley and M are going to come around. I think we're going to be cool. So, um, Ostapenko into the finals. Cheering for the Halep cheers. Gotta yeah. Love her. Beating just up. I mean, that tweet, that tweet about her beating only Grand Slam champions. Like somebody did throw some cold water on there with a couple of the names. Like Kennan isn't good anymore. Like she's good, but she's not Grand Slam champion good. But her last two wins, Pinko's last two wins have been very impressive. And I think she just gets it done. And we're moving on to Doha. You've got, we're not even betting uh, Dubai anymore. You've got bets for the next tournament already. Yeah, the final line I think just popped. Ostapenko is like a minus sixty-one favorite. Um, you know, again, if you have that outright, I, I'm going to let it go. Um, I, I was hoping, I thought Penko might actually be out as close to minus two hundred there. I actually kind of might bet her at this number. Um, maybe put actually a little bit more on her, but yeah, I mean, her matches have been incredibly impressive. You look at today, um, second set wins the tiebreaker seven zero, and then fought, carries that momentum all the way through to a six zero bagel there in the third set. I mean. She is just absolutely demolishing the ball, and I think she can do it again. Kudermatov is a solid player. Penko could always beat herself, but we're going to let this ride. But, yeah, the next tournament, it's nice. We've got Doha qualifiers are ready. They actually played a little bit this morning. There'll be some tomorrow. And then I'll have to double-check. I can't remember if the tournament starts Sunday or Monday. This might be one of the early ones. But two qualifier picks. This first line is out at more places. It's kind of still slowly opening up. Again, all this stuff is kind of just wrapping up and lines are popping up, honestly, as we're talking. Kai Yuvon playing Marina Zinevska. Zinevska getting through in the first round. Um, she did win the first set. Her opponent ended up retiring. Having a really solid year. So, uh, somewhat honestly, that I'm kind of, 
I wonder if I'm a little bit low on given kind of what her trajectory looks like, but Yvonne's playing some great tennis. All of her numbers look much better to me against better competition. It was really sharp in her first match here. I have Yvonne as like a minus 150 favorite. So um, anything minus 125 or better looks good to me there. Again, all this stuff will start super early tomorrow morning. And then this next line is a line that I saw at a couple books that aren't terribly reputable, but usually end up getting copied by some other books. So at some point, we're going to get a total on the Sasnovich Flipkins match. I've seen 20 and a half at some places, 20 at some places again. Nowhere really reputable. I actually expect this maybe to be 19 and a half. But if you get a cheap 19 and a half or 20, smack the under. Um, Sasnovich is playing some really great tennis. Flipkins continues to kind of use ranking points to try to progress through some of these events, but it is just going to be totally overmatched here. So, um, you know, pay attention for that one as soon as it pops open. Let's try to get anything 20 or less. Again, if it's 20 and a half, it'll be like a two-unit play for me on the under there. So a couple qualifier plays. Again, these lines are still kind of opening, and these matches, you've got some time. They'll all be early tomorrow morning, East Coast. I like the overnight stuff. It's a lot easier. It gives me a lot of time. If you listen to this in podcast form, which I know some of you do, makes it a little easier for you. It always stinks when I have to give out some bets that like, hey, this starts in four minutes. And sometimes that even happens in uh sometimes that even happens in college basketball. We have day games that uh I was right. I should count that on my record. Somebody asked me about the Manhattan game because it was starting so early in the day and people love betting those. And I said I'd have to bet Manhattan and the and the points and I think they just won outright. So go Jaspers. Speaking of that conference, I will be dipping my toes into some totals in the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, which is pretty much just the tri-state area plus the Niagara Falls, um, the Niagara Falls Buffalo proper, that whole area with uh, two schools up there. It's Niagara and Canisius is up there, another one? I can't remember. Either way, starting in the Ivy League, as we're back to a little bit of normalcy with the Friday, Saturday, and Ivy League double dippers. Uh, this is a tough place to go and win. This is a really tough one for me to bet on a away team. And I bet on a lot of road teams. It's just kind of how my life goes. But this is a really balanced team in Penn. They're not one of the higher-end teams. They're a 500 team. They've got a nice little run here going against some of the lower ranks. And they did beat Yale at home. They beat them handily. They beat this team by eight at home. Uh, coolest. Yeah, it is. Coolest arena name slash building name in all of college basketball, Yale, is the Cathedral of Sweat. I don't actually know the name of the real name of the building. That's obviously not like on the side of the building. I'm sure it's named after a very, very rich white guy from 200 years ago. And uh, that's where they'll be playing. Tough one because they, they do host the tournament quite a bit too. But Penn plus four is a look for me here. Even on the road at a tough place to go play basketball. And then two overs in the MAC with Marist and Fairfield. Over 131 and a half, 132. Payne Whitney Gymnasium. See, Dan, they kind of nailed it there. And then uh, Fairfield over 125 and a half. That's ticked up a little, 126 and a half. Honestly, I don't mind the steam. If you want to just if you want to get on that a little later, yeah, I'd still play that at 126 and a half. The the St. Peter's it's a St. Peter's has a really nice defense, but uh, I still like Fairfield's offense to get something done here. And then the other one, Marist is a very very good offense. Siena and Marist both play pretty slow, but I do look for Marist's offense to score more than they're projected to by the markets. Just those three looks. Not a big card kind of a missed opportunity for college basketball in general 
because there's no NBA there's tonight. Like they really, really should have put some marquee games, taken some of the Saturday Big Ten ACC games, put them on Friday night because there's no NBA tonight, and they're 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 missing out. So, speaking of the NBA, the whole rest of the show is going to be NBA, and I'm going to start with a miniature anecdote. I watched Jaws last night. That's not really the part of the anecdote that matters, but either way, Jaws was on. I've finished watching it. And my daughter was in the room. She was a little freaked out at the end when the guy gets eaten. <laughs> Robert Shaw gets eaten by the damn shark. But we flip, yeah, and I, 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 I still have direct TV because I live out in the country. And I flipped over to the, the chunk of channels that have sports. And it, it was NBA dunk contests from here to kingdom come in a row. So I flipped awesome. and see which, which one it was on. And as I flipped, it's, it's, you know, the information says 2000. I'm like, Oh God, yes, this is perfect. And literally as I flipped, Vince Young is lining up a dunk and I was just so Vince Carter to or Vince, yeah, Vince Young. Oh my God. I've talked to Dan about Texas <laughs> too much, but Vince Carter was lining up a dunk. It wasn't the it's over one. But that was like two dunks later, and I was like telling my wife and daughter that like he's he'll tell you when this dunk contest is over. <laughs> it's so fun when you see like a GIF. It's such a big GIF that gets used all over, and when you watch like the actual content of it, it just it shivers. Plus, the dunks were wild. Like Tracy McGrady had some crazy ass dunks. Stevie Franchise was a monster, and Vince Carter made him look bad. So I recorded it a bunch. I'm gonna watch dunk contests all weekend. Uh, it's, I'm gonna have to go back. I know they do that from time to time, and I've been waiting kind of for that run. It is fun to watch, and they compress them nicely, so you know you kind of get through them. I mean, the tough part with the dunk contest is like it's on for like an hour and a half, two hours, and like it's a dunk, you know, yeah. every 20 minutes or something. That's pretty tough, but those are fun to watch. I mean, Vince but, yeah, Carter they compress it into a half an hour. And the 2001 is fun because, like, the guys have camcorders and Shaq, and they're wearing just they're, they're dressed like assholes, all of them. They have those big, soft, puffy Kangol hats, and like they look dumb. Like everyone looks dumb, but it was a great time. Um, we'll bet the dunk contest. It, the big, you know, the big action is the All Star game. I'm not betting it. Have they even drawn teams yet? Why are their odds up? Why would you bet this? I have bet the total in the past. Lay it on me, Alex. They did draft some teams, and it was a pretty fun draft. I'm trying to pull up the actual rosters here um, because James Harden was the last pick, and I forget exactly what the uh, the reasoning was that for, but I'll look at producer Dan right on top of it. There they are for us. You know, you've got Team Durant, Team LeBron. Um, you know, Kevin Durant, I, I guess, is not going to play. He's going to play. I was kind of trying to figure that out. I know he's injured, but, you know, pretty fun teams either way. I kind of like the Durant team maybe a little bit better if he does play. If he doesn't, that's obviously tough for them to overcome. I mean, like, I'm Giannis and Seth, um, Steph Curry pick and rolls, I, I can't wait to see those. I think that's going to be super fun. I think LeBron's going to have a chance to go with kind of the mega monster lineup, put Jokic out there with Giannis, um, you know, basically get as many big guys out on the floor as they can. Um, should be a lot of fun. But I mean, yeah, the All-Star game in general is pretty tough. You know, remember we have the Elam ending in this one. Um, I forget exactly why it's called the Elam ending. But whatever the scores are at the end of the third quarter, they're going to take the team that's ahead and they're going to add 24 points to that number. That is what they will play to. So instead of the fourth quarter having a clock and playing down to zero seconds, it's going to be whichever team gets to that number first. Does that make sense, Andy? Yeah, and Dan Dan nails it. It is the guy who invented this. So, yes, if if Team LeBron is down by 10 points, 
they would need to score 34 before Team Durant scored 24. I like that. So there is, there'll be a, essentially they'll give you a number. Like the number will be, you know, one, one sixty-two. the first team to get to one sixty-two wins this. So there's a, there'll be a cap. You'll know, watch, watch if people put live betting up, because there actually will be a, a hard cap on how many points could be scored. And it'll be interesting to see if somebody's asleep at the wheel during the game. I'll be checking that out. There's I'm way more interested in the other Not stuff. too much of it, though. Yeah. They, they, they generally do a pretty good job. But, yeah, it's um, – I, I don't think – I don't have anything for the All-Star game. I generally bet overs with All-Star games. I don't know. It's The, the number is 320, which is just – I don't know how to wrap my head around that. God bless you if you're betting the All-Star game. Try to use free bets for that or something. Don't use any real money. But we do have stuff that we like here. We've got all the competitions. This is what I like. The All-Star game is on Sunday, but All-Star Saturday is my favorite day. That's what I watch. I put aside the time. I watch all the stuff. And we'll start with the skills competition here, which honestly, I'm a little bummed at what they did here. I found out that they were doing a team thing, which seemed interesting. But the format here, Andy, is there is a competition where there is to start where all the teams play. It's um a shooting competition, and a passing competition. And then the two teams that score the most points to that go to the final. And the final, Andy, is just a half-court shooting contest. So, you know, I know that you don't necessarily know a ton about even this contest or those odds, but knowing that the final is a half-court shooting contest, basically they'll put one team up, they'll time them to make a half-court shot, and then the other team has that much time to make a half-court shot. Can you really make a case for anybody being a strong favorite in this event? No, that seems like uh, uh, just a bullshit variance ending that I hate. It is. It's kind of I silly. Mean, unless you, you put Steph on one of the teams, Steph or Dame, then no, who has an advantage? Like, I guess whoever has – even big guys can make that shot. It's not like you need a, you know, a hot shooting three-point guard to do that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not excited about that at all. So I'm sorry, it's three rounds. There's a shooting contest, a passing contest, and then a, a relay. And then again, two teams advance to what is effectively a half-court shootout. And you look at the odds here, Andy, I don't know why, but the rookies here, again, Barnes, Cunningham, Giddy. you've got Allen, Garland, and Mobley for the Cavs there. And then I was unaware of this, Andy, there is a third Giannis brother. I'm sorry, a Tentacumpo brother. There is a Giannis, there is a Tenassis, and there is an Alex Tentacumpo, which, again, might not seem as exotic as the other two, but it, Alex, I imagine, is a popular name in Greece in that general area. So I'm just going to take the Giannis bros. I mean, I look at the competitions here. I think that these guys are insane. I, get, I bet that they've been in a gym for the last couple of days, each of them trying to practice half-court shots. I think they'll do great at the relay. I think they have a chance to get through the passing. And as long as they can get ahead of one of these teams, I've got 410 going into a final, which is basically a coin flip. I mean, let's go Atentacumpos. I was going to make the same bet as you for no other reason than I think this whole thing is a bullshit, high deviance, <laughs> garbage competition, and I'll take the biggest number. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I started, and I was surprised because some places had this open. Again, look around. There's much, there's wildly different odds all over the place, but a couple places open is kind of what I did. They put everybody right around two to one, which is basically like, you know, I think it was plus 160, plus 190, plus 210. So they basically took fair odds, juiced them, and kept everybody close, which would make sense. But a few other places put up the prices that you saw there, and everyone has kind of gravitated towards those numbers. So I guess good for us. I'll take it. My favorite event, 
The slam dunk competition is fun. I like it. Historically, it's cool to go back. But the three-point shooting contest is one of like my favorite sporting events of the year. Like I don't know if it's as fun as the Super Bowl or the Kentucky Derby, but it's not too far down the list for me personally. I don't know what it is that I love about it. The history of it's great. You go back and look at the winners. It's a lot of good shooters. A couple funky names make it in there every once in a while. And it's an interesting contest. I mean, shooting in a basketball game versus taking a ball off a rack over and over and over again like that is a much different motion. It's getting your footwork, and it's tiring. Um, so, you know, I generally focus on, you know, big men. Honestly, I like taller guys than this. Joe Harris was a pick for me a couple of years ago at like 9-1. to one. That went very, very well. But, you know, you look at the odds here. Patty Mills, Trey Young, I mean, they're two incredible three-point shooters. But, again, smaller players generally don't do as well here. And you also want to look for guys that are better um, catch-and-shoot shooters versus kind of pull-up shooters. Again, when you're doing kind of a pull-up three-pointer, you've got to dribble into it. It gives you a little bit of rhythm. The footwork is different. Whereas you have the forward momentum. Yeah, go into that, yeah. So look for guys that are pretty good with that, which actually kind of wipes out Patty Mills a little bit. It, it makes Trey Young look kind of appealing. But at that number, again, if you were to give everybody fair odds here, what if any of everybody would be six to five to one. So, you know, right around plus 490. Again, I could see him doing it. But Luke Kennard is the name that I really like in this. And um, again, look around. This number's actually come down quite a bit. He's down to, I think, the favorite at a couple spots. But he, try to see he if had you a can good find game. Still <laughs> five to one. Yeah. Well, he has a good game, and he just he he looks like the guys who win this contest. He is yeah. one of the best form shooters at this group. I mean, he's someone that is at a gym all the time. He's a great catch and shoot shooter. Um, I also would want to bet Levine, but he's dealing with a knee injury, so I don't know how much shooting he's been doing or how healthy he is. But give me Luke Kennard. I'm down. Yeah, it was like he he had a hot shooting game and then everyone bet him for the three-point contest which is annoying that you liked him too because i wish uh i wish that wouldn't happen but i'll still bet him if i can find a five i'll bet him yeah there's still some fives around there were some sixes for a little while so if anybody listened to me a couple days ago or whenever that was i spat out make sure you grab it whenever it opens but you might have that but yeah still some five to ones and yes now the dunk contest this will be the final event of the night it hasn't been as illustrious as it was in previous years. And I think part of it is, you know, there's just not as many marquee players that are doing it. I mean, Vince Carter was not only like an athletic freak, he was a borderline all-star. He might've been an all-star that year. He was one of the better shooting guards in the league. You mentioned the other players in there. Steve Francis was an all-star guard. Tracy McGrady, one of the most talented basketball players of that era. And, you know, for this dunk contest, we have, with all due respect to some very fine gentlemen, a couple, a rookie, some sophomores, and a guy that I'm not really sure if he's a rookie or a sophomore. Um, I had to look up what team Juan Toscano Anderson played for, to be perfectly honest. Uh, it turns out he's a Golden State Warrior. Um, <laughs> Jalen Green, um, you know, you go look at him. He's the odds-on favorite here. Uh, you pull up the dunk highlights. I mean, I always judge kind of this stuff by where is their head in relation to the rim. His head is at or above the rim over and over and over again. Makes sense to me that he's the favorite. Obi Toppin competed in this last year, so maybe experience kind of matters or something. I'm not really sure. But, again, I watch him. I watch Toscano Anderson. Just not as much elevation. Again, their head is not above the rim consistently. 
but there is a name I like, Cole Anthony, little Cole Anthony there at six foot three, and actually not too short, but when surrounded by these other guys, he's going to look kind of tiny here and has actually won a dunk contest before. Um, you go back and look at high school, he won one, I think maybe two. Um, a little tough to find that information on just about everybody, but I didn't see it pop up for the other three guys. So give me the little guy. I think that, you know, he generally gets, is going to get more points again, given kind of the size difference. It always looks better when a shorter player is do, doing something fantastic. Again, his odds. Um, was able to find him poke around. There's some, a little better numbers in this plus 250, but just think he has a really nice shot and I can cross the other two names off the board. So let's get Cole Anthony into the dunk final. Yeah, a, a really big vertical just is aesthetically pleasing. Seeing the guy's feet like, or seeing and seeing his head above the rim. Like the one, again, the one I watched, and I, again, going back to the 2001, I forgot how jacked Tracy McGrady was. That guy was a brick shit house, and he had one where he he had to duck at the last minute. He almost hit his face on the rim, like he was just coming in too hot. It's uh, it's a dangerous game. It's like the guy who tried to kiss the rim the other year. The guy he couldn't. Well, first of all, I can't get my face that okay, high. Okay, guy. Okay, yeah, guy. that was cool. I'm that sort of stuff scares me. Somebody's gonna get hurt as dunks. We're flying too close to the sun with dunks. Just give me the old East 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 Bay funk dunk, and I'm happy. Let's get back to bringing random crap on the court. Like, it's, I mean, Blake Griffin technically jumped over a car. He did it sideways. It wasn't really as cool. I as had JaVale think. McGee that year, so I, I, I'm, show's over. We're done. I'm all into pageantry. I'm so let's mad get about some that more weird stuff out there. I can't believe we've never seen anybody jump through a flaming hoop. Like, let's get it. Let's get it on. I like the two ball thing. I like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with cool. weird stuff. Anything weird is fun. So, except the Kia. Fuck the Kia. Because again, it cost it cost me money. I really thought McGee was the best dunker that year. Um, all right, I'm just gonna ride your coattails on all these. Hopefully, we'll get some winners. If you have some hot takes or any information about why we're wrong or why you're right or something that we missed, you can leave it in the YouTube comments, and we will certainly read them and make bets accordingly. Thanks for hanging out with us this week, and hit the thumbs up in the YouTube. Join us again Monday. Have a good weekend. Hope you win all your bets. See ya. Go with Ted Tacumpos. Mm -hmm.